Hey everybody, welcome to another big show today. This is NASCAR Radio, episode 174. I'm Pal Val, with me is the man, the myth, the legend, PSA, and White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. How are you today, tonight? I'm feeling like a canceled postmark. <laughs> okay. And we will explain that here shortly. Yeah, today... the the word for today is speed. We, we got a lot to cover today. First, housekeeping. This is NASCAR Radio. We're trading cards and racing meat. And want to thank our sponsor, Panini America. And I missed our new subscriber last week. I swear I mentioned him, but I went back, looked at tape, and didn't have him. So, 3Dale Sr., welcome to the show. Thank you for subscribing. And if you are uh, like the show, subscribe, and we'll give you a shout-out as well. Speaking of shout outs, want to thank our shout outs to the used to be fast Kyle Katz, Skid Marks, Jason Freeman, Pit Road Network, Tim Mozzie, Michael Haggard, and Beansball Card Blog. For the YouTube comments, we read them, so please leave them. Yes. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, My mind's a blank here. Okay. So. Because I I know we got so much information that we're gonna try try to regurgitate here, and it's a show I guess everybody's been wanting. So it's finally here. We got a net Netflix series coming out for NASCAR, but that's not it. <laughs> Postcards, hero cards. This is the episode. Logan did a massive deep dive. I dug some of the archives as well. So we got some. Reference material back from 89, 90. So we got a lot a lot to cover on that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll finish the show with King's Court. So it's going to be the speed round today to try to get uh, as much as we can without losing everybody uh, zoning out here. So, so let's get going. Yeah, this episode, I have prepped more for this episode than any other previous episode of NASCAR Radio. Because there's, there's just so much you can do. And literally, literally, we're going to do like a 30,000 foot view, but we're hoping that we can get enough information out there to everybody and do some show and tell to uh, to to really make it pretty cool. So that's that's what that's our plan anyway. So we have the 30 foot thousand view, but view and then we're going to like zoom in a little bit on a few. Ooh, wow. Do that again. <laughs> Ooh. OK. All right. Anyway, so. <laughs> I was on the Twitter machine and I saw an ad for the Netflix series. So I was like, Ooh, interesting. You know, NASCAR, I guess is trying to play is trying to play catch up to some of that. You know, F1 had a big massive hit in the U S with, um, was it drive to drive to something, which I didn't watch. So, but drive to stay alive. I don't know. I did. I did. I don't, I can honestly say I never watched one episode. Me either. And, you know, brought a, a big amount of uh, eyeballs to F1. So uh, I think NASCAR has been trying to find something. Now, I do remember back in like early 2000s, there was a NASCAR drivers 360. It was only two seasons, but I really enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. it gave you that behind the look. And that's kind of what this one looks like. NASCAR did the show on TNT, what, a year or two ago, trying to do through the season and the playoffs. And I don't know, it just didn't didn't hit well so uh we'll see how this is and uh let us know what you think if you're excited for it i think it premieres january 30th but let's play uh the teaser trailer 
when you're at the racetrack, the overall sensory experience, the way it sounds. is intoxicating. But if you're a race car driver... Hi, boys. We will win. I'm praying to God to keep him safe. You have the opportunity... Let's go! ...to get hurt. Or killed. And you do it anyway. Think about what a badass that is. So there you go. That looks badass. That's what I was going to say. Badass. That's what they should have named the series. But, you know, mm -hmm. folks who have been to a race, they understand that if you go... Uh, you get sucked in. I mean, it's just incredible, the size of the track and just everything that goes. And, you know, years ago when it started back in the late 40s, you know, it was just a party. <laughs> and then there was a race that went on as well. So so I'm looking forward to see how that how that does and, and uh, the content to it. So if it draws people into the driver and the driver's personality and their personal life as well. So. Yeah, I'm glad to see that they're going to do some of the personal side of it too. So that that should you know really make people you know get a feel for you know, what it's like to maybe be a driver. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that's what, like I said about the driver NASCAR drivers 360. You had that like Monday through Saturday kind of view, and that's where I saw Kevin Harvick was a big you know cut up in some of the things that they did at the shop and stuff like that. So hopefully they bring that kind of excitement and interest. So we'll see. And then, you know, what that does for collecting in cards as well. So, you know, more eyes is is better. So, Agreed. Okay. Now, to the main show. It's a really, really, really big shoe tonight, today. Yes. All right, postcards, hero cards. You know, they started out as post postcards. And uh, I don't know, maybe I'll let me read maybe that the beginning of the... Uh, the Racing Card Collectibles Price Guide back from December of 1990. Wow. Um, yeah. So Racing Card Price Guide, that was the first price guide before Beckett that got into uh, NASCAR. But they did a series of postcards. So they didn't all do it in one, ep one episode, one, one issue. They put it out through multiple issues. But... The first time they mentioned it was, like I said, volume one, number 12. And this is page 22, and it's from the December 1990 issue. So I'm giving you this information. So if you wanted to track down one of these issues, you could. But right there on the left-hand side, uh, the column will continue through the next few issues, and we will begin with the Winston Cup post postcards since they are the most popular to collect. In 1962, there were several color postcards made by Racing Pictorial for sale. At the Daytona International Speedway, cost in 1962 was 25 cents, and basically, and they say, and today, and those cards, you know, in that price, there were 25 to 30 dollars back then. And the the drivers, you know, were 1962 uh, Fred Lorenzen, Rex White, Ned Jared, Joe Weatherly, 
Fireball Roberts, Lee and Richard Petty, and Buck and Buddy Baker. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, the Buck and Buddy Baker one is really cool. I don't know if you've ever seen that one, but that's a that one's really. I don't neat. think so. And then it says, although there were cards produced before 1962, it is not known exactly to whom or how many different cards were done. And that they mentioned they had a 1956 Frank Monday and Tim Flock cards, but putting a value of them is pure speculation. This was, you know, 1990. In 1963, only three cards were known to be printed, and those were done for Holman Moody. And they were Nelson Stacy, Fireball Roberts. And Fred Lorenzen and uh, Fred Lorenzen shows that it was five and a half by seven inches. Yeah, it's bigger than a standard postcard. Then it goes on to 1964. I'm not going to go through all this, but 1964 postcard pepper lighter was on the rise now, and more cards were printed. Also, different sizes were done, and there were a lot more drivers Penelope Jones, Daryl Derringer, Fred Lorenzen, Fireball Roberts, Tiny Lund, Paul Goldsmith, Bobby Isaac, AJ Foyt. That'd be cool. Billy mm-hmm. Wade, Emo Langley. Not a racing Pretoria card. That was three and a half by five inches. And then in 1965, the popularity continues. Marvin Pants, which is a very common. Fred Lorenzen, Dick Hutchinson, Ned Jared, David Pearson. That shows the rare. Bobby Jones, Junior Johnson, and Junior Johnson with Herb Nab. And, the, and it says that these prices are not firm and are for mint condition cards. A person can expect to pay more or less depending on... The, who has them for sale. And these prices were also compiled from offers that I've had for some of these cards and for sale known to have taken place. So, but then also uh, just on a side note, I don't know if you saw this ad here at the bottom that racing Toriel price guy, which is really TG racing. Uh, they were trying to do a, like a, a benefit for Wendell Scott. And so that uh, he had been hospitalized for most 1990, the Scott family has incurred numerous medical bills, and uh, they produced that Masters of Racing collectible card series. That's from the Gold series, and that Mr. Uh, Mr. Scott was going to autograph very limited number of these cards, uh, and that it was going to go to his uh, going to go to his family there. So I think there were fifty dollars at the time. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty hefty price. You know, thinking back in 1990, but that just goes to show you how crazy. Uh, NASCAR card collecting was back then, it, you know, it's kind of like what F1 is now. Yeah. When you talk about these like hero cards being 30 bucks and stuff like that, then uh, this, this was 50, but yeah, they, they, they didn't make the money that they, the drivers do nowadays. So, but so if you see Wendell Scott, the gold cards autograph in pen, they could be from this, uh, from this offering here. So I just thought that'd be interesting to relay. Yeah. That's a cool little side note. Okay. So that's basically the first few years. I don't know how you want to combine some some of the show and tell here, Logan. Well, you know, like they said, really hero cards started out as postcards back in the day. They, that's what they were. And uh, like what they said, uh, some of the very first ones were, you know, for NASCAR were in the 50s. But before that, uh, I do have a little show and tell. In fact, I'll be doing a lot of show and tell on this episode. But back during the 1933 World's Fair, You've got, I'm sorry, Barney Ofield, and he uh, he had postcards that he had made, and I guess you could call those hero cards. And as you can see on the bottom, he signed them, so you, you can see that he actually signed those back then. So to me, the, the hero cards and postcards of racing and things like that have been around a while, but NASCAR didn't really start till you know like uh, the 50s. So I actually do have, you know, they mentioned that 1956 
Frank Mundy card. I met Frank Mundy and Tim Flock in 1992 during the race weekend of Richard Petty's last race in Atlanta. And he still had some of those cards. And he actually signed one and uh, gave it to me. And that's what they look like. And of course, he's running the number 503. And if you look on the back, you can see where he signed it. And it's just a postcard. And it says right there on the bottom, it says, uh, you can use this as a postcard or as a souvenir for Frank for, to autograph. So that's pretty cool right there. So that's, that's and he told me, now I, I'm going to quote exactly what he said. He told me, he goes, this is the very first NASCAR hero card. That's what he told me back then. So, and then also uh, along with that, they did a Tim Flock. Now this is not the original. This is a reproduction from 19, I think 1979. But this is what the Tim Flock looked like. So those were the first two. And these were, uh, both those guys were on the Carl Kikafer team, you know, that did the Mercury Outboard Motors back during, you know, the 50s. So that's a pretty cool one. As you can see right here, this is from the Georgia State of Georgia Athletic Hall of Fame. And like I said, it's a reprint, but uh, I've got the original somewhere. I know I do. I just cannot find it. But uh, that's what that one looks like. So that's pretty cool. So that's how they started out as postcards, basically. Um, I've got another one that I want to show you real quick. It's Paul Goldsmith from the 60s. And this one was done by Racing Pictorial Magazine. As you can see, that's a, like a Chrysler right there. It's a Chrysler Plymouth. And of course, he, he, he signed that. And if you look on the back, let's see. You can see right there where it says, Published by the world's largest natural color auto and boat racing magazine, Racing Pictorial Incorporated. So that's pretty cool. That's what that looks like. So again, that's a postcard. Um, and then back, you know, like what Val was saying, we had some uh, postcards of Fireball Roberts. I'll show you these guys, these postcards. Uh, actually, this Fireball Roberts is for sale on eBay right now, but you can see it's just a, uh, a postcard and it was issued by daytona daytona international speedway and that one is signed which is absolutely amazing and then they also did a fred lorenzen a little bit later i think that's from like maybe 1965 somewhere in there but that's that's his uh his ford galaxy right there where he's driving the number 28 but most of those as you can see were pretty much standard postcard size back in the day which is uh really pretty cool and then um we started seeing some maybe some non-standard sized postcards and things back in the, in the late in the late 60s and uh one of those is going to be like this kale yarborough actually this is actually the 70s my bad um but this is a kale yarborough from back in the 70s and it's also a postcard now, one of the other things that's uh, pretty cool about it is you in the 1970s, there was an increase, of course, like you see the Kale Yarbrough there, of um, hero cards slash postcards. And let me uh, let me show you a couple things I've got right here. I've got this Richard Petty postcard right here. And this was issued by the STP Corporation. I think it's 1976. But this is the first, as far as I know, this is one of the very first real hero cards because it's not a postcard. As you can see right here at the bottom, it says compliments of STP Corporation. You know, STP was, uh, you know, 
they were kind of ahead of their time. You know, they they were they promoted a lot of stuff for for NASCAR. Yeah, I was gonna jump in here real quick on uh, one of the articles that I had seen here, and and so this one is from. I want to say it's volume two and it's number is issue number four and it's page uh, 24. It's from April of 91. And basically up on the top there uh, in the, in the print there is so 1973 is the year of in cards in 1973 STP commissioned racing pictorial magazine to produce postcards for every driver and car who made an appearance at Daytona and Talladega. For many drivers, this may be the only part postcard of them that was ever widely circulated. The postcard backs are printed in both blue and black inks, and some cards have different portrait shots of the driver. All cards are 5 by 7 unless noted. And also in the print, there is in 1973, more postcards are printed than in any previous year. Not only were there so many different drivers, but the amounts of each card printed was very generous. We know there had to be at least two printings and the, and possibly three on some cards, which helps explain the low value ratings. And that again, that was in April of 91. Many of these cards are still for sale in quantities at various dealers. Uh, Benny Parsons was a 1973 Winston Cup champion. And then Benny's championship was certainly won on consistency. Even though his only win of the year was at Bristol on July 6th, he finished in the top 10 a remarkable 21 times in 28 races. So, But so 73 was the year of STP. And to your point, uh, Andy Granatelli, you know, he left his fingerprints all over um, the, ho- the collectible hobby here. And so with postcards, he uh, took it to another level and bringing those cards to uh, for all the drivers. Yeah, he really did. He was a pioneer and you know, he was a great promoter of NASCAR. Little did he know how much his legacy would continue on to t- till today, you know? Yeah, exactly. So got a few more postcards here from the 70s. I've got this David Pearson from 1977 when he's in the Wood Brothers Pure Later Ford. And, of course, he's driving that number 21 with the iconic foil numbers on there, which are pretty cool. As you can see, this, is this again, was a postcard. It talks about the Wood Brothers, talks about David Pearson, of course. And even tells it says he's a Capricorn, <laughs> which I thought was kind of neat. That's one thing about racing pictorial, even like on the back of – I think it's on the back of the STPs. It's on the back of the Sports Star Photographics. I don't know what it was with people's Zodiac signs back then, but I guess it was the 70s, right? Yeah, it was the 70s, so I guess that was important. Well, I know my mom back in the day used to check her her horoscope every day, so I guess it was a thing. I don't even know the last time somebody talked about their Zodiacs and stuff. Actually, I take that back. When I went to the doctor... um, the lady was talking about being a, a cancer or whatever and stuff like that. So I take it back. Somebody did mention, it, but I can't t- can't even remember the last time somebody talked about it before that. So anyway, I do rail real quick here, but 
So to tie in with what you were talking about with the 73 Talladega in, um, in Daytona, here's one of those postcards with Jim Vanderveer. That's nice. This is, this is actually one of those postcards. And if you look on the back, um, it talks about Jim. And if you look on the very bottom, there it is. Compliments of STP Corporation. That's a good looking car. It is. It's really cool. I, I love that car. It's a yellow jacket. And then um, this one right here, it, it looks, it has the same look and feel. This is Buddy Baker right here. And that's uh, his uh, number 15 Norris. Uh, actually, it's a Thunderbird right there. And if you look at the back, it talks about, you know, Buddy, but it, it's uh, it's got his name, everything there. It's Norris Industries Ford. But it doesn't say anything about STP on the bottom of it, which, like I said, it has that look and feel, but it, it just it doesn't. Uh... I'm curious what year that is, if what last year they mentioned on that, because that looks starting to look like a photographic placemat. It it does. It it has that it has that look and feel from the 70s. That's pretty interesting. That's really cool. Then here's another one, of course, and I think you guys have seen this. Is this is also from '73? Um, Wendell Scott driving his number 34 in his his Ford. Beautiful. I wonder how many cards he has other than that one. He's got a couple. I don't think he has a whole lot. But again, if you look at the back, it's Racing Pictorial. So racing between Andy Grantelli and Racing Pictorial. Uh, that accounts for probably the majority of the things that you're going to see in the 1970s. And I've got one more. This is Cecil Gordon. This is now this one actually will say you, I'll show it to you here in a second. There's Cecil Gordon, and that's uh, Monte Carlo right there. He's driving the 24. Of course, he never won a, a Cup race. But if you look at on the back again, this is compliments of STP Corporation, and um, also it's got racing pictorial magazine if it'll focus but you can kind of see it so yeah that's so that's to to go back to what you were talking about val there that's a few of those right there and then i've got i think i got one more this you know this one's um i think around 1970 it's a one of those talladega tor, tor, uh talladega torinos and that's bill holler and that's a that's a pretty cool one. And again, postcard, as you can see. And of course, it's going to be Racing Pictorial Magazine again. So pretty cool. It doesn't say anything on here where it's compliments of STP Corporation, though. So that was kind of the '70s in a nutshell. There was it was all pretty much postcards except for that Richard Petty I had showed earlier. So. Of course, you know, 1980s came along and NASCAR was going to, it was on ESPN. NASCAR really started to boom. You start seeing some more postcards and things. And uh, some of my favorite ones, I've got one here. I don't know if you've got any Val, but I'll show you the, this is one that you're really going to like. It's Tim Richmond from 1984. Yeah, I love how they left that section blank there for him to autograph. Yeah, let me see if I can get to, get it to where it, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a pretty nice postcard. And you can see, uh, actually, it's not a postcard. It's it's a real hero card. See, it's... So yeah, it looks like a thick case. 
And it's not it's not not too bad. Okay. It's it's pretty much your standard standard thickness PSA slab. Um also back in the 80s and you really didn't see a lot of them in the early 80s per se. You saw a lot of them mainly in the mid to later 80s. Uh like this one right here, this is Neil Bonnet. This is when he was driving the Valvoline Pontiac. I think this is like either 1988 or 89. He drove that for and that was pretty cool. And again, it's not a postcard. It's a legitimate giveaway that you could have signed by the driver. And of course, I know you've seen this one before, Val, but this one's autographed. This is the Folgers Ford. Of course, this is a Rick Hendrick car driven by Ken Schrader. And we all know who the crew chief is. Who's that crew chief? Oh, Harry Hyde. Harry Hyde. I don't know if I told that story. I had like literally 300 of those. Yeah, you gave me a bunch of them. Did I? Okay. Because I went to the Harry Hyde estate auction and I won that. I won that lot. <laughs> That's pretty cool. This one's, this one's actually autographed on the back by Schrader. I don't know why it's autographed on the back. I don't know. But because right, um, it's such a beautiful picture, they didn't want to mess it up. Yeah, it's from 19. This is from 1988. So, like I yeah. said, this is when you really started seeing a lot of hero cards, you know, legitimate hero cards pop up because of the popularity of NASCAR. Um, and this, this next one is really pretty cool. It's a blank back, and that's that's the other thing. You'll see some of these that are just blank back, They're, they don't have any information on the back, but it's Buddy Baker with Red Baron Pizza. <laughs> I, I love, love that it. car. I, I love it. And it says, this baker prefers Red Baron pizza. <laughs> that's awesome. That's clever, I, man. You have to admit. That, that's clever. right? It's right up there with uh, Dale, Jared, and UPS and driving the truck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's driving an old, that 88 uh, Red Baron Oldsmobile. And of course, you can see the back. It's blank. But it, it's it's it had a place over there for him to autograph it. So that's that's really really cool how they did that with the uh, Red Baron Pizza. I like that car because uh, you know it's in the '88 Max set. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love it too. You're right. That's that's really cool, man. And uh, here's another Buddy Baker, but I think this is from around 1985. It's the Bullfrog, and I think that's uh that's a Pontiac that he's driving right there, number 88. Of course, he drove the 88. That was his number back back in the day during a lot of his career, but. That one's really nice. Now, this one is a postcard. See, you can see that was a postcard. You can join the Buddy Baker fan club. All right. Yeah, pretty cool, man. That Matthews. <laughs> no, and I think, on. let's see. No, it's not. It's not a right. But you see, you, look who the photographer is. Well, it was David Chobat. Oh, David Chobat. Famous uh, 1983 Uno set. Yep. So this has a connection to the 83 Uno set. David Chobat. Yeah, if it wasn't Ray Man, it was David Chobat. Mm-hmm. So another one that's really cool is, uh, you know, of course, Alan Kowicki came on the scene in the, the late 80s, and this is one of his first hero cards. And that's it's the Xerox Ford. This is after, um, you know, his, I forget his original sponsor, but this Hooters? was his first really big sponsor, huh? Hooters? Uh, that Hooters came after Xerox, I believe. Okay. Oh, so, was it um, Quincy's? Quincy's, that's it. Thank you. Good job, Val. <laughs> yeah, go. Every once in a while, I get one. 
it's got the, the 89 Winston Cup schedule on there, and it talks about Xerox and all that. But um, this one's autographed, and, of course, I, I've had it authenticated by Jimmy Spence. So that one's a pretty cool one. Uh, let's see, some more 80s. This one, this one here is from 83, and um, it's Daryl Waltrip. It's like it says it says driver's profile, and he's driving the um, his his Pepsi number eleven Junior Johnson uh, Chevy there. And on the back, it, it just it just has information about him. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they're all little like cards, uh, you know, self-contained time capsules. So, so that was uh, let's see. I thought I had a Dale Earnhardt from the 80s. Maybe all mine are the 90s. Uh, yeah. So um, that that's pretty much the 90s, you know, in a nutshell real quick. Again, that's that's when things really, really started to take off. And some of the bigger teams, uh, you know, had had the, the hero cards. So it's uh, it, it was pretty cool. So, of course, the 90s came along, and that's when things went nuts. Because, you know, you had, by that time, racing cars were out. Everybody was wanting every a little piece of every driver's time. They were wanting autographs. And so they were trying to get their hands on everything that they could get their hands on. Well, and every piece is a marketing piece, right? And so everything is a marketing phase. piece. Mm -hmm. So it was like, all right, you want you want marketing exposure. Well, this is how to get, you know, they're all the teams are being paid by advertisers and advertisers want to advertise the product that they're pushing. So it just mm -hmm. was a perfect storm. It was the perfect storm. Um, so I'll show you some, some postcards from the nineties. This one, this one is really cool here. This one I think is from like 1997 and it's Dave Marcus when he was with team Realtree driving the number 71 Monte Carlo Realtree Monte Carlo. I, I love I love Dave Marcus. He's one of my favorites. Of course, it's got facts and figures about Dave Marcus on the back and personal data. Wow, pretty cool. And of course, Rusty Wallace was big back then. Um, this is I think from golly, it's 1992 or three. It is his uh, number two Miller Genuine Draft Pontiac. He looks really young there, and his teeth are really white too. <laughs> I think I have one of those. That's cool, man. And again, it's it's got all the information on the back, but this one's this one's autographed by Rusty. And we're gonna get to some really cool ones in a minute. And now this one here is um, Kale Yarborough when he had his race team, this, and this was just talking about his race team, the number sixty six Trop Arctic Racing Team. It's got a picture of him. It says Kale Yarborough Motorsports, and I love I love that one. That was that was really neat. And on the back, it just talks about you know Trop Arctic and you know, Long Live Your Car. I actually remember those commercials. It says Kale Yarborough knows how to drive race cars. Yep, he does. And here's one that's going to be really cool. That everybody's really going to like. This is from. 1990, it's the Dale Earnhardt Goodwrench Chevrolet Lumina. And that is a sweet postcard. And it's, I, I like it for its simplicity. 
you know, it doesn't have a lot of graphics or anything on it. It's just a picture of him with his car at Daytona. Yeah, it's like, all right, go out on the, gra- the grass, stand behind the car, get the Daytona USA in the background, take a few clicks, and then there we go. And, you know, I remember when I got this one signed, he came to um, one of the Chevy dealers here in town. And I, I took my sister, my brother, my mother-in-law, and my wife, and we all, everybody got autographs for me. <laughs> there you go. But uh, you can see, yeah, it talks about the 1990 Chevrolet Lumina and everything on the back. And as you can see, by this time, everything is just a hero card. There's not, you don't have the postcards anymore. And, you know, postcards are kind of thing of the past anyway. And speaking of the 90s, I've got another Alan Kowicki. This is from 92. And then you were talking about Hooters. There you go. That's really cool right there. Yeah, that's a great. Instead of uh, standing in the infield with the grass, whatever, like we get some smoke in here and we'll get a photographer and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, you can tell it. What year is that? 92. Yeah. So only a few years and you can see the different. I mean, it's, it's, I was going to say it's kind of like music videos, right? It's um, they're just all different kinds and however you envision the, the photo. So mm-hmm. uh, how and how the sponsor wants to be portrayed. Yeah, how things evolve, yeah. Uh, here's another Dale Earnhardt that I've got. This is from uh, 1991, actually. And uh, it, in this one, he is the five-time Winston Cup champion. He's not yet quite a seven-time champion, but it shows his trophies on there. I thought that was really neat in the American flag. And, you know, talk about badasses. This guy was a badass. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And I put the trophies in there, get a little smoke going, and yeah. Yeah, smoke was a thing back then. <laughs> and again, there's you know, it has information on the back about Dale Earnhardt and the GM Goodwrench team. Whew, got a lot of stuff, man. We're getting through it, though. We're doing good. Another, another one from the 90s. Of course, Bobby Labonte came on the scene, and he drove for Junior Johnson in the number 22 Maxwell House Ford. And I, th- I always did love that car. I thought that was such a cool car. Of course, they were competing with Folgers back then with Mark Martin. Actually, that's not a Ford. That's a Pontiac. My bad. I just realized that. So that's pretty cool. And one more Dale Earnhardt. We'll show that one real quick. This one is also from 1990 and that that's one other thing too is they had diff- a lot of teams had different postcards in the same year and this is one of them and there you go again it's got uh i think what is there four trophies there yeah so he in this one he's a four-time champion he's the intimidator so that that i'll love that one i think maybe i got one of those i don't have it signed but i'll before- have to bring you some um, I was gonna say before you get out of the '80s, when you were showing the Bobby Labonte one, there's one one we missed here, so I want to pop this one up. And oh yeah, the Winter Circle. Yeah, that one's cool right there. That's that's uh the the same the Winter Circle that uh, made the cards. Yeah, so it was like, hey, let's take the cars down by the lake and take a picture. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty cool. I wonder where they took that picture. It looks like a golf course almost back behind there, doesn't it? It sure does. Yeah, but anyway, 
Um, because of the winner's circle, and, and we we doing a, a show on the winner's circle, but uh, when you mentioned Bobby Labonte, I was like, okay, we got to talk about that, because I love, you know, that black and silver, so. Okay, back yeah. to your regular schedule program, sorry. Yeah, and um, so, yeah, that's, that's you know, kind of the kind of the 90s. I've got, I think I've got another one here from the 90s. Yeah, this, I like this one when it came out, the Cartoon Network. Of course, um, I think that's Robert Presley that's on there. Yeah, I got one of those. That's when I started getting going to the garages and grabbing some of the, the hero cards. Yeah, that was a cool one. Yeah, it's got Scooby Doo. Uh, that that was one of my favorite cars back then. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, Dale Earnhardt when he went to that silver car, that like changed the game. That was for the Winston Select, and then mm-hmm. it was like game on. Like, hey, we don't have to have the sponsor. For the whole year, we can have a special sponsor for the for the All Star race, and then it just got so instead of having one or two hero cards a year per driver, now you got them per per advertiser. So it's like you know, look doing like a line graph, line graph. You know, you go through the fifties and sixties and seventies and eighties and nineties, and then you get to that Earnhardt doing the silver slick like off the mm-hmm. off the grid, man, with hero cards. Oh yeah, here's a here's another one from the '90s. It's uh, Ricky Rudd, right here. And of course, you can see it. you know what year that is. It's got the 50th anniversary logo on. It's 1998. You're yeah, that's it. one of those cars that is just should be in NASCAR. You know, you could all the drivers who who run the Todd car. Oh yeah, you, you've had Daryl Waltrip in there. You've had Ricky Craven. There's been a bunch of different drivers in that car. But yeah, that, that one's really cool. Uh, and, and I want to make another comment about these things. You notice this one is smaller. You know, this is like a five by seven where a, a lot of them are either like eight by 10 or eight and a half by 11. So that that's that's one cool thing. And here's, let me see, I think this may be the last one of the 90s. Yeah, this one's 1997. And I love this one because I, I, I was a Hot Wheels fan anyway. And it's Kyle Petty. His number forty-four, Hot Wheels Pontiac. Yeah, I love that car. Yeah, that was a beautiful car, and I loved how they they took the Hot Wheels track and made the little loop, and put the forty-four in there. I thought that was really brilliant. Whoever did that. And on the back, I like this one because it talks about, uh, you know, it show it shows making tracks, and you've got the jumps and the loop and all that. I thought that was really neat. So really cool. All right. So that was, like I said, that was kind of the nineties in a nutshell. And then the two thousands came along and it's like what Val said after that, you know, with Dale Earnhardt having the Olympics or not the Olympics car, but the, the car for the, uh, the Winston select the silver car that really changed the game. And of course, every team had a, a hero card for every car. So if they had a different color paint scheme, they had a, di- a different hero card for that. So I'm going to show you a couple things real quick. Uh, I do have one graphic I'm going to show you. Uh, I, I just always thought this one was a, a, a wild car, the U.S. Border Patrol. And this is Kenny Wallace. I think this was from around 2000, maybe, something like that. But uh, I thought that was really cool. 
I really do. I really did like that car, even though he, you know, Kenny didn't have the best of careers. It was, it was still pretty cool. So one of the first things I want to show you is this was a giveaway at, at well, Charlotte Lowe's Motor Speedway, Dale Earnhardt Jr., which I thought was really neat. And it's got, it's got silver foil, which is really nice. And it's a, it was a limited edition and it's numbered. As you can see, this one's number 2695 of 6,000. And this is from like 2008. So I thought that was really. That's cool that they numbered them. It is cool that they number them. And, you know, I had forgotten I had some of these things. I have spent all today or not most of today going through my stacks of cards and just trying to find some really cool ones. So here's another one from, I think this one is from maybe, I think right around 2000. It's not dated, but you know, we were just looking at Kyle Petty and this had Adam Petty, Richard Petty and Kyle Petty. It's the spree racing. So I don't know how many of those are out there, but uh, you know, you know, we all know about what happened to Adam Petty. It was very sad, but uh, I love that. I love that card. It's a nice looking card. It is. I mean, his car was really, really, just really nifty looking. I loved it. Let's see. What else have we got here from 2000? Um, let's see. We've got Ward Burton driving his, his uh, Dodge. So that's pretty cool. And the Caterpillar Dodge. That was really neat. I like that one. Bill Davis. Yeah. And here's a kind of like a, um, a driver, a double duty driver, almost Christian Fittipaldi. Of course he was an IndyCar and he also drove some NASCAR. And this is the Mike's hard lemonade. Number 30 Monte Carlo. I thought that was, that was pretty neat. Let's kind of go back here. A lot okay. of, <laughs> a lot of information on there. A ton of information. That's one thing about uh, hero cards. There's no shortage of information. This is one I know you're going to like, Val. And uh, I think this one, I'm trying to remember when this one was from. I think it's 2001. It's Bill Davis Racing, and look who it is. It's Ryan Blaney's dad. Oh, yeah. For those who don't know, um, that's when I first get introduced to really in NASCAR going to the pits and uh, stuff and hospitality tents for Dave Blaney. So, yeah, I, I think I got a stack of those around the house, too. And uh, <laughs> Dave Blaney stand up. As, I think I told you I got the hood. I got the black hood. Uh, Amico, cool. And then the side of the car from 99 Brickyard. But I digress. But, yeah, so that one brings back a lot of memories. Of course, then you have... Um... Well, I think that's that's all of the uh, ones that I'm sh going to show from the 2000s. I, I had some, but uh, you know, I thought that these would be some of the cool ones. So, of course, now we get into the 2010s, and you're starting to see a lot of teams with multiple sponsors every year. You know, because you know, like Carl Edwards had different sponsors. You know, Matt Kenseth had different sponsors. All the all the big teams. That's kind of the model that they all went with. I think Jack Roush was one of the very first ones to uh to bring that uh you know into popularity between all the all the owners so 
one of the very first cards that I want to show is Martin Trex Jr. And this is from, I think, 2015. This is when he was with Furniture Row. Of course, he went on to win the championship in that car. But uh, I thought that was really neat. It's got a little coupon here. I think that you can you take off. And, uh, yes, it's perforated. And it has the schedule on the back. A dual duty hero card. Yep. Yep, because you, oh, okay. you could tear that off. And, of course, you can go to FurnitureRow.com for all the latest news, photos, collectibles, and more. Yeah. So I'm just <laughs> throwing this out there. We just crossed the 46-minute mark. Okay, we're doing good. I think we're doing really good. Um, another one real quick from the 2010s. That's kind of when Kyle Larson came in to the sport. And he drove, uh, one of the cars he drove was the tar Target car for Chip Ganassi. And I thought this was really neat. It's a nice looking card. It's pretty clean. It's got the red Target logo and everything. I think I got some of them around here somewhere. Yeah. And on the back, it shows him with his helmet and everything. And got, got a picture or, or drawing of the car. I like that car. That was a good looking car. I love that car. I, I, I wish Target would get back into it. And then, of course, um, let's see. This is from tw maybe 28, no, 2015, I think. This is maybe 2015-ish. This is uh, Austin Dillon. And no show is complete without mentioning Austin Dillon. <laughs> or no, yeah, and Val's got some too. Yeah, yeah, feel free. Hey, Val, if you want to switch screens, man, go ahead. I'll say, I, I got to remember, mine are, I think, uh, they're in the, 20s night late 20 late 10s and stuff but yeah i might yeah i got i got this one i can tell you exactly where i got this one him his paul paul and um tony stewart were at the bass pro shop that opened in memphis which is a pyramid so if you ever come to memphis you want to go to that bass pro that's downtown which used to be our sports arena now it's a bass pro <laughs> that almost sounded like a joke <laughs> it, it does sound like a joke Austin Dillon, Tony Stewart and his papa come in or Tony Stewart, Austin Dillon and his papa come into a bar <laughs> <laughs> so I've got this other one right here real quick, I'll show this one uh, Sam Hornish when he drove for Richard Petty and he yeah, uh, drove a twisted, twisted T car Thought that was really nice. Go ahead. I was gonna say <clears throat> some of the ones I have are from the Richard Childress. I went to a few events uh, there and had a buddy also who uh, go to the shop. So some of the different different ones over the years. Austin Dillon, yeah. Austin Dillon. Again, uh, you know, costume change. <laughs> different different sponsors <clears throat> and then Daniel Hemrick as well Probass Caterpillar and then also Tolerific which we talked about you know I think I I mentioned on our show uh, that just kind of said Tolerific is two-time Xfinity Series champion becoming the first driver to win back-to-back -back championships in NASCAR with two different teams, which I had said before. Yeah, that's an amazing feat. 
also Xfinity there. So then when we went to Cup, there's a tax layer. I think this is the one. Is this the one you had? No, that's not it. Okay. <laughs> and then I really do like this one. I just kind of show Richard Childers has his own hero card. So, yeah, Hall of Famer. Oh man, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that here in a second. How okay. some of these some of these guys have uh, their own hero cards, like these Hall of Famers and things. But real quick, we'll we'll get into the um, the twenty twenty twenty. Here's more twenty tens, real quick. This is a dual card. It's got uh, Alex Bowman and William Byron on the same one. Two, two, two cards in one. <laughs> Save on printing, and yeah. And then you got Chase Elliott, of course. Everybody loves Chase. That was really cool. Very nice. And then we've got Hendrick Motorsports. Check that out. That's a nice one. You got the Hendrick Museum and Store. And then, of course, you start getting into the 2020s, getting into this decade. I uh, got a few real quick. I know you got one that's really cool that I want you to show, Val. This is the uh, number 20 DeWalt from Christopher Bell. You know, Val's got a got a cool Kevin Harvick one. Oh, I was going to, I got a few more to get there, but I'll, okay, I'll, go ahead. So here's another chase with the cup. And then also Ryan Blaney. Uh, I think this is maybe a few years old, but, uh, and then this is the one you're talking about here. So this is. Oh yeah. The lenticular. Yeah. So let me get that. Okay. So we have the truck and the car. Xfinity. And or yeah, yeah, there's Xfinity right there, and then Cup. Yeah, I've got one of those. I couldn't find it. <laughs> and again, this was free. You filled out the. Uh, yeah, you could you could go online and and fill out a form, and they send it to you. Yeah, there's got a sticker as well with it, but you can't beat that. Yeah, here's uh here's the last one I've got right now for um. The, the 2020s and of course that is the king's hawaiian brett keselowski number six very tasty uh, one yeah they they actually had some some rolls and things when we went to nashville that you could eat that was pretty cool <laughs> they're giving out free samples so we have some other slides in here you want me to pull these in too uh yeah, yeah quick. uh let's see we've got yeah we've got greg alding uh that's in the xfinity series Right, and then I know. Uh, we, did you want to talk about sizes and shapes? Yeah, I do. I want to talk about now. For those of you, you, you most of the ones you've seen right now are like either eight by ten, eight and a half by eleven, five by seven. They're all squares. They're all kind of you know normal. But there's some really cool ones out there, and I got a few that are different shapes. And the first one I want to show you is this Mark Martin Reese's, and it's round. It's Reese's Racing. And, of course, it, it tells a little bit about Reese's Racing back on the back. But that one's really neat. It's a, it's a round one. And I've it's got different. a few of those. So, yeah, it's way different. Um, another one that I think is really cool is Shauna Robinson. When she was sponsored by Polaroid, they made one that kind of looked like a camera. And you could pull out her picture like, a, like, like it was a photograph. It would pull out. So you can kind of see that, you know, that, that her picture is inside the camera right there. A lot so, of thought went into that one. 
yeah so that one's pretty neat you know, somebody was somebody was actually thinking on that one on the back you can see you know it's, it's a polaroid captive slr camera yeah i was just laughing because everybody's got their phones now and no more yeah yeah nobody needs that anymore and then of course here's another another really cool one that's kind of die cut and um it's dario franchitti from the indycar series as you can see it's die cut with his helmet and everything and it's die cut at the bottom so that's uh i thought that one was was really neat and, and you, you you do see some die cut ones from from time to time and here's another one that's die cut that i really like it's dale jarrett when he drove the ford quality care and you see look at that it opens up and it's like Ooh, look at me i'm die cut not just front and back now it's multiple so yeah so that one some some time and money went into that one um and another one that i really like is when red bull got into nascar and got into cup you know they had ag almondinger and brian vickers and they they had this one where they've got the 84 cutout as you can see maybe see my eyes through there i don't know but uh, you can, yeah. See the eighty four is cut out. I thought that was that was pretty cool. That's different, yeah. And one last one. This one is from Drag Racing. Um, this is Bob Glidden, Pro Stock Champion, and they've got his car cut out at the top. It's die cut. So there are a lot of um, hero cards out there that are not your standard ones that are kind of really cool like that that are unique that have different sizes and shapes. So I just wanted to throw that out there. I thought that was really neat. Very awesome. And then also, you know, they sponsor sponsors target different audiences too, right? Male and females. Yes, they do. Um, it's like what you were talking about. Um, they've got like for, um, for, for, for guys, you know, they've got Tony Stewart and here's a picture of you know, Tony Stewart with his old spice car. Although I think they're trying to, market it these days with the commercials for for women as well but uh, that's pretty much you know old spices for guys most mostly <laughs> i'll say that and then of course they marketed some for females for the women and uh, one of them was this vasserette sexy fun lingerie with kim crosby i thought that one was pretty neat and of course we all know about tony brydanger and victoria's secret right so that one's uh, that was cool. I'd like to have that that postcard myself. I don't have that one. I think that would be neat to have. So yeah, there are some target audiences out there that uh, some of these sponsors try to hit. Right, and then so also going down um, our list here, and so not only do we have drivers, but we can have fictional stuff as well, right? So everybody's trying to get in on the on the hero card so oh yeah here we go here's one that you're talking about ricky bobby <laughs> that's not even that. a real car yeah <laughs> but they had, a, they had a post they had a hero card for it <laughs> that's for that's for the movie everybody knows tell they go nights yeah that was that was i thought that was hilarious i'd love to get a hold of one of those myself too uh because i think that would be highly collectible um Right, and we can have uh, fictional and then crew chiefs as well. Yeah, you got some crew chiefs, you know, like um, Ray Everham has got a card out there with with one of his modified cars, which I thought was really neat. 
for somebody who retired from NASCAR, he is staying super busy. I'll just throw this out there. I'm sure you saw the announcement that they revived IROC. Not only is he doing SRX, but then IROC. So we'll talk about that on next show. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's awesome. He's still is that the, is that the one he went up to Pikes Peak? I'm not sure. It, uh, it may be. I'm not. I'm not sure. I think so. Anyway, uh, also uh, Chiefs, and then yeah, I've got one here. I've got another crew chief too, Jeff Hammond. Yep. This, this is one that I've got when he uh, crew chief the the number twenty two discount tires car. So that one's pretty neat. And of course, it's got him on the back as well. So yeah, the crew, the crew chief yes, because you see it's got Fox, Speed, and all that on the back. So yeah, and then the uh, brand representatives as well. Oh yeah, like um, like Miss Winston, they have Miss Winston cards. Yeah, they they put those out those years when they've uh, when they had the print. Mm -hmm. So those are neat. Uh, also for like the Speed Channel, uh, I don't know. How, how uh, familiar you guys are with Ralph Shaheen, but uh, there's Ralph Shaheen. He had his own card that he was signing for the Speed Channel. So, again, it, it talks about him on the back. And I guess all the things he's he's been broadcasting. Well, that and, makes sense because, you know, broadcasters, like in baseball, they've had they have their own baseball cards. I know our local um, minor league team one year, they had the announcers, local announcers on there. Yeah. So, and then also Hall of Famers have their own hero cards as well now. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got some Hall of Famer cards here that are really cool. Uh, you've got, of course, we all know Boogity, 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 Let's Go Racing, boys. We've got Daryl Waltrip with his. And you see it's got the NASCAR Hall of Fame logo on there. That's awesome. It shows, it shows his different cars on the, on, the, on the bottom, which I think that one's a really cool card. Yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense for these guys create some of these cards, you know, and kind of can sum up their their racing career. You know, they're in the Hall of Fame. That's like a textbook marketing right there for Dyer Walter. I think it's perfect. It really is. And, of course, one of my favorites is Ned Jarrett. That's another nice one. And that's, you know, it's got the NASCAR Hall of Fame logo on there when he was inducted in 2011. And, of course, it's got he's part of the Coca-Cola racing family back then. So it's got that as well. And then, of course, again, if you look at the back, it talks about Ned. And it's really nice. It's got a nice color photo of him and the Coca-Cola logo and all that. So that one's that one's a nice one. Uh, and then, of course, you got Richard Childress, which you showed Richard Childress earlier. This one's a little bit different one. This is from 2015. Of course, he's in the Hall of Fame now. And he, he's got his own. It shows his about his career and what he does away from the track, and he goes hunting, all those things he does. And then, of course, there's some legendary drivers too, like Marvin Panch. He's got he had one of his cards like this. And yeah, of course, that one's all the Yeah, that one's a nice one. And again, again, just like all these other cards, it talks about his career highlights and things on the back. And there's a local legend here, and I'm sure some of you guys have heard about this guy. His name is Hooker Hood. He's, he's a local legend here in, in my area, and he actually drove some NASCAR races in the, uh, in the 50s. I think he actually drove in the, at the Memphis Lehigh track back when that was open back in the 50s. So that's Hooker Hood. It's autographed. 
So good old hooker hood. So yeah, so those are some of those. All right, and then also going down our list, uh, there's hero cards also in other series, right? Yep, like Xfinity, like Rob Moroso. Yep, that's a that's a cool one. I remember when everybody was real high on him, and he tragically died in a car wreck. So you got Hooker Hood, and then of course you got Patty Moise when she drove in Bush slash Xfinity, and of course we all know. Ty freaking Gibbs. This is one of his uh, Xfinity series cards right here. Of course, it's got fun, fun facts. And it says on the back scribbles his name on autographs. <laughs> yeah. And then we've got seven time cup champion back when he was in the Xfinity series, Jimmy Johnson. And it, this is when he was driving the Excedrin car. So that one's, that one's pretty, pretty nifty. You're making all kinds of noise with these things. Yeah. All right. And then, then you got the like the truck series too, which I thought was really cool back in the day. This car or this truck, I should say. The uh, this is Richard Petty. His team, it was the number 43 Hot Wheels Dodge truck. And quick side side note on that. They raced here in Memphis with that truck. Richard Petty was here, got his autograph on a ticket, all that stuff. But that truck wrecked. And I have the tailgate from that truck here. I need to display that thing. Because I saw it when they pulled it off. And I was watching it the whole time while we while the race was going on. I told Tyler, I said, we are going to get go across the track and we are getting that thing as soon as the race is over. So as soon as the race is over, we ran over there. Tyler goes, what's going on? I said, we're going to go get the sheet metal. Anyway, we got we, I got it. It's over there. It's pretty cool. And of course, here, here's, a, here's another truck series uh, driver who's now in cup. Eric Jones. That was pretty cool. And of course, we've got Jennifer Joe Cobb. That one's that was pretty cool. Yep. Still can't believe she doesn't have any trading cards. Oh, I know. Panini cards. Panini cards. There you, there you go. Panini cards. Um, then you've also got, let's see, I got well, I actually have one more truck here, I mean, truck series. Kale Gale. I don't know how many of you guys remember him, but he was actually named after Kale, uh, Kale Yarbrough, what his parents said. So that was that was pretty neat. Uh, then you get into Arca, and this is one I'll show real quick. Brandon Poole. So everybody, I think everybody knows who he is. He's driving for Venturini in the uh, Arca series. Mm -hmm. Then this is really cool. We'll, we'll go another series is of course IndyCar. We showed a couple IndyCar already. Here's one that's really nice. AJ Foyt. Awesome. And this one actually shows AJ with his IndyCar and his stock car and his. Uh, prototype car so that was that one's really cool and it's kind of plain on the back really nothing fancy about that one uh another indy car kind of like this one dario franchiti team green that's a nice one and then another really cool indy car real quick michael andretti when he drove the big k Haviland car so that's really nice Okay. And of course, you, you get into drag racing after that. And here's a here's a cool one. This is a funny car, and it's John Force, the man. I think, I think he's what like 16 time champion. You can see he personalized that one for me. <laughs> that he I got that at the Motorsports Park. And here's Bob Glidden. We saw Bob Glidden earlier. 
that was another personalized. They, those guys like to personalize back then. Here's another one real quick. Kenny Bernstein, who was also a cup owner. There he is. That's in his top fuel car right there. Let's see. I had another John Force. I don't need to show that one. Oh, my gosh. I found my lenticular card. It was at the bottom of this pile. There you go. <laughs> I, was, I was tearing this place up looking for this thing. So um, there's also, real quick, to show you, show you a couple other different series. Um, you've got um, some Formula One, which in my research for this, I noticed that my hero cars for Formula One, there's not a whole lot of them. Uh, in fact, this is one of the very few images I could find. So I would have to make a guess that hero cards are more of a U.S. thing versus a worldwide thing. Um, and I'm really surprised about that because, I, like, again, I just didn't hardly see any hero cards at all for F1. This, th these are some of the few that I did find. And this has got Romain Grosjean and Kevin Magnuson on this one who drive for Haas. And it kind of figures that, uh, you know, this is Haas. Because, you know, he's United States, so, you know, he, they're used to making hero cards here. So, I guess he, they made them for the Haas F1 team. Right. Makes sense. And uh, let's see. Sprint cars. Let me show you that real quick. There's uh, 20, I think he's 20-time uh, World of Outlaw champion Steve Kinzer, who also raced in NASCAR for a little while. He, he drove the Quaker State, number 26 Quaker State, I think it was a T-Bird, um, back, back in the day. I think it was for Kenny Bernstein. But uh, so, yeah, they have them for sprint cars as well, which uh, I thought was uh, was pretty cool. Awesome. All right. And then uh, also non-traditional sponsors. Oh, yeah. We're going to call them non-traditional. That's that they're 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 sponsors that you don't normally see. Like here's one with uh, it's for extends. We all know it's the male enhancement pill with kevin conway i remember when that car came out uh poor old kevin he just he didn't didn't do too much um and then of course you got another one right here that i thought was really funny was the boudreaux's butt paste <laughs> car driven by mark green <laughs> i still don't know what boudreaux's butt paste is but i still think it's pretty cool <laughs> uh i think it's for babies but Oh, is it really? See, I goes to show you what I what I don't know. I think it's for yeah. I think it's for, but I think you jumped over one here. Another. Uh, let's see. Did I jump over one. There you go. Viagra. Oh, there you go. Viagra. Thank you. Sure did. Yeah. Of course, I'll tell you another quick story about that. My uh, my mother in law bought my son a Viagra shirt. We like Mark Martin. He worked at school. He was little. Keep keep that in mind. This is in the the early two thousands, and uh, the teacher made him. Take it off, turn it inside out, and put it back on. <laughs> of course, these like what Val and I were talking about earlier, that uh, these days that, that really is not a thing. Uh, I think you could wear a Viagra shirt to school and nobody would care. Probably not. So, All right, and then kind of wrapping up here. So uh, how can get people get their own hero cards? Well, there's all kinds of ways to get your hero cards. Um of course, you can get them at the race. You can get them from, you know, the driver autograph signings. Like, you know, if they go to Walmart or go wherever, you can They usually have a stack of cards there that they'll sign for people. So you can get them that way. Um, you can also contact the 
sponsors by either the website or write them or whatever and send them a self-addressed stamp envelope and get them that way. Uh, of course, eBay or other auction platforms, you can find them that way. So there's a lot of different ways to get uh, to get these cards in. Like I'll go back to this uh, lenticular Kevin Harvick. You know, this is one that you could fill out a form on the web and they send it to you. Val and I both did it. I know a lot of you guys out there did it and you were able to get this card. So and it was absolutely free. It didn't cost you anything except just the time to fill it out. So you gave an example here. and I'm going to uh, share the screen on that one here. And yeah, I think the Kevin Harvick, the Chase Elliott, and the Ryan Blaney, they were all either on Facebook or something, and I saw an ad and just kind of fill it out. And so over here is the Sheldon Creed, and I scroll down here bottom, and it says, uh, hero, autographed hero card, question mark. We have a free autographed hero card just waiting for you. Not only just a hero card, but a autographed hero card. So we'll fill out the form below, and Sheldon will send you Send it to you as fast as he drives. Currently, he's currently out of. What's that? It said go Sheldon. Yeah, he's currently out of hero cards for Sheldon Creed, but we're waiting on a new batch to come out soon. Thank, thank you for patience. We'll ship them as soon as we have them. So here you go. You can fill out first, last email address, uh, your address, zip, and your message, and uh, submit. So, uh, you know, check out your favorite drivers' uh, websites. Um, their social medias sites yep. as well. Uh, so they're out there. Uh, it's, um, you know, it's another alternative to cards or collecting and um, it's a, it's a fun alternative. And, and not only that, you know, hero cards, you know, in general are relatively inexpensive, even autographed ones. And even the older ones are, you know, compared to cards are very, very affordable very affordable so you know and also it's it's a great way to get autographs i mean you saw a lot of the ones i had tonight you know there's most all of them were autographed and sometimes most all I, think, of them I got in person sometimes i think that it's harder to find some that aren't autographed that's true that's really true because when the, you know you got to think when they go to autograph signings and all that kind of stuff they're signing the heck out of them i've seen drivers where they've signed a whole bunch of them ahead of time so they, it saves them some time going through the line. Right. Because NASCAR trading cards, you know, aren't as popular as baseball cards and some other stuff. So when the drivers come to do autograph signings, they bring hero cards with them. I mean, nine times out of 10 or 19 out of 20 times, drivers bring cards with them. And to your point, they're start when they have downtime, when people come in through the line, they're signing cards so they can hand you a card. But if you show up with a, Trading card, you know, they'll sign it and possibly give you one of the mm -hmm. autograph hero cards as well. I I can't tell you how many times, you know, they sign them and they just want to, you know, give them out. I don't know if they get paid by how many they give out or not, but, uh, <laughs> it, you know, you go to the signing. It's like, well, you know, I brought all the cards here and I guess it shows that they actually sign autographs and sign a bunch. So they're eager to give them out. So, yeah, I, I most of the time when I bring cards and they've got hero cards. I can usually get the hero card signed and my card. So that's, to me, that's a bonus. Exactly. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a good little collectible and, you know, we've been wanting to talk about this for a while and, you know, the listeners were asking for it. So 
you know, we're trying to try to yeah. so hopefully we did a good job and i'm sure there's a, you know again this is a thirty thousand foot view so the guys who are diehard uh hero card collectors uh, we're sorry if we we missed some of the drivers and and some of the cards but uh let us know you know maybe i'm sure maybe if there's some super special ones we miss but yeah and and let us hear about the the cards that you really like and the ones that are your favorites you know put that in the comments let us know also if you've got any really crazy ones or any any kind of that are really cool that are like die cut or you know some kind of special, you know, let us know about those too because I would like to find out about them myself and maybe go find them find them for my collection. Yeah, I, I'd be interested as well. So, well, we're at a, an hour and fifteen, so <laughs> it's it's time to to roll the beautiful bean footage. <laughs> uh, I got to get that loaded here. Hold, hold oh my on. gosh, I know, I know, but it was such a great. That was fun. One, so, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, this week in this week's King's Court, I've only got two honorable mentions this week, kind of back to normal. Uh, the first one is from the 6th of January. It's a 1988 Max Charlotte promo number 99 Dale Earnhardt PSA 7. And they were asking $699 for a PSA 7. But to my amazement, this card sold for a best offer of $375 for a PSA 7. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty pricey for a PSA 7, I think. Well, I, I but, don't know. Again, it's a, it's a tough card, right? And yep. so that's kind of what they were when well, they, they were going pre-pandemic. So to have it graded as a seven, I don't think it's that bad. Well, you know, last week we had that PSA 10 for 1800 bucks. So Yeah, well, yeah. It seems a little, it may seem a little higher. Maybe the one we had last week was a little low. I don't know. Still beautiful card. Yep. All right. Honorable mention number two. This was on the 4th of January. It's this one. We actually, this is not on eBay. This was on golden auctions and it's a 1996 pinnacle Zenith seven wonders Dale Earnhardt diamond relic card. And this is one of the cards, which we're going to mention in here in a minute. That's on the ballot for the racing card hall of fame, but it's a PSA eight. It's number 10 of 94. And it went out for bidding, of course, and it landed at $2,074 with 39 bids. It's got six diamonds in it. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Around seven that, diamonds. Seven diamonds, sorry. Around that, uh, around that ring there. So, yeah, $2,074 with the buyer's premium, $1,700 winning bid, 39 bidders. And, again, it's a seven. It's numbered... Out of 94. Yeah, number 10 of 94. I like how they numbered them, too. Whoever did that uh, was real big into calligraphy. <laughs> well, I was going to say, so real quick, uh, somebody, I guess, who worked with the, at the printers or worked or did printing on this said there were 100 made. And this is a 96. So I'm, I don't know why they didn't 94. do it to 96. I wonder, I wonder if some of them had quality issues or something. They didn't seem to think so, but um, but possibly. But, but they you know, said they said it was a really uh, intensive printing process, and that they were sweating the whole way through it. So, 
I bet. And you know, I like this card. Uh, the back of it, you know, a lot of these you'll see chipping on the back. This one really doesn't have a lot of chipping on the back. It's it's really pretty clean. Yeah, it's uh, it's like I said, it's on it's on the list of uh, I mean, uh, in nominations to uh, be inducted in the first class. So, yep. All right. All right. So, so next up's our Joker of the Week. This was on the third of January. This is a 1939 Churchman Kings of Speed tobacco card complete set of 50 cards, uh, which of course it has Jesse Owens in it, but it also has Howard Hughes in it and some other drivers of the day. Uh, it's a pretty cool set to me. You know, it's amazing to me how these cards survived World War II. You know, I think about that a lot when I see a lot of these English issues because you know england got got pummeled pretty hard back then um so i thought that was a pretty neat set yeah i actually have this set graded um and i, I like it i like like the uh uh the you know like the brownish color of the cards the ink and everything i like how they look i think they're just really nice cards but yeah it's uh, you don't see this set pop up very often now uh this they were asking I think they were asking $250 Canadian, which equates to $186.86 U.S. And it went for $200 Canadian, which equates to $149.49 U.S. So really, when you think about a 50-card set, well, that's only $3 a card. I mean, that's that's cheap, man. Yeah, I think so. I think whoever got this got a great deal, man. I think so, too. They, they, look, they look in good shape. Yeah, definitely different, and uh, it's an old set, old issue. So yeah, thirty nine, man. They're in great shape for thirty nine. So yeah, so let's move on, I guess. Uh, our Jack of the Week, our young driver. This is on the fourth of January. So twenty twenty two tops dynasty F one, Lando Calrissian Norris, and it's autographed patch, of course, what it says, but it's from Dynasty, and. Um, they were asking 450 and they settled on a best offer of $400 for this. And it's number nine of 10. So I think somebody got a pretty good deal on that one. Yeah. You know, 500 bucks get, you know, uh, what's a dynasty box cost you. So, yeah. Uh, so you got, yeah. So 400 bucks. Yeah. You, uh, that's a good deal. Yeah, it's a nice auto too. And, and as we've been saying here the last few weeks, uh, his stock is on the rise, and I think uh, I think I saw a comment from Max Verstappen saying that uh, uh, his team is is on the rise. He says he thinks they're going to be uh, a competitor this this coming season. Yeah, that's that's all. That's um, I you know that's I think starting stuff to come down. You know, had the craziness in 2020, uh, especially you know, like with this dynasty stuff. Uh, you know, that's kind of more reasonable. It's very reasonable for, yeah. It's, it's cheaper than opening a box, so. Yeah, 400 bucks, man. I, I think somebody got a great deal on that one. I think so, too. Maybe it's off-season. I don't know. We'll see, but very nice. Maybe. All right, All right next, next up is the Queen of the Week. This is on the 7th of January. It's a 2022 Panini Prism Racing patented penmanship gold vinyl. Danica Patrick, one of one. And it went out for bidding, and it ended up at three hundred five dollars with ten bids. Wow! 
Still some yeah, Danica collectors out there. Yeah, we've seen a lot of Danica. Her cards have been some of the high-priced cards uh, these last few weeks. So that's that's a pretty cool card. She's still got collectors. And she's got a great autograph. I have to give that to her. She she really does. Yep. Can't uh, can't deny that. It's definitely, you look at it and you can read it and you, it's like Richard Petty's. When you see it, you know it. Exactly. Okay. All right. King of the week. This is on there the 10th. Yeah, this is pretty cool. The 10th of January. It's AJ Foyt 2007 Rittenhouse SGC 10 on card auto pop two Indy 500 rare. They were asking $3.99 for this. And they settled on a best offer of 340 bucks for that. Wow. That's a cool card, man. I love that card. Yeah, I don't think I have one of these. I have a Foyt, but I don't oh, I have um but I don't have one of these written house. It's uh it's a good looking card. You're definitely paying for the for the grade here for the ten. You don't get any better than that. So No, you really don't. I like how it says it's got 50th anniversary autographs too. That's that's pretty cool. Um, and of course, we all we all love AJ Foyt. Of course, he's got uh, he's got balls of steel. He is a <laughs> he is he is the man for IndyCar. Him and Mario. Yeah. All right. So next birthday's coming up here. <laughs> January. Oh 16th. yeah, January sixteenth. Sure is, man. It's coming up in thirty-five. Yeah. Right. Let's go. All right, Ace of the Week, one one. This is on the eighth of January. Here you go. Kyle Larson, 2023 Donruss, one of one, auto black finite, number 20, optic signatures hollow. Uh, they were asking $599.99 and uh, settled on a best offer of $475 for that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a nice looking card. I like that black and that um, gold foil in there. Yeah, it or does the, look good, man. Or the, the the prism cracked ice. It looks nice. Yeah. Uh, do I think it's worth that? Eh, maybe. Worth yeah. it to one on one. But, but it's uh, nice. I like to see what it looks like in person. Yeah, I would too. Uh, of course, it's ungraded. So, but it looks good. The top corners look good, from what I can tell. Yeah, I would like to have seen some better better pictures of that for that price. But Absolutely. That's just me. All right. All right. Uh, lastly, our Royal Flush of the Week. This is on the 9th of January, 2020. Tops Chrome, Formula One, Racing, Sapphire, Gold, Lewis Hamilton, number one of 50. Of course, we all know how these gold cards are. Everybody likes the gold cards. And this is the image variation. It is. And it's a PSA 7. Yeah, it's, it's the short print. And it went out for bidding. And uh, it landed at $3,961 with 40 bids. And it's number one of 50 here. Uh, I'd say that car's probably worth it. Uh, it's a gold card. It's Lewis Hamilton. So it's like I said, it's the, the pose variation. It's the short print. 2020. And it's first year of Chrome. Yeah. That's nice. I, that The image kind of pops on that gold. It really does. I mean, most gold cars look really, really nice, and this one's no exception. Yeah, it's a pretty card. Yeah, cool, man. So, yeah, congrats to whoever got that thing. Yeah. Congrats to the buyer and the seller. Yep. Probstein. 
Whatever's yeah, supposed it's to it's through probe scene. Auction. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, quick reminder for everybody. The voting for the Racing Card Hall of Fame is ongoing. Do we have a graphic for that? Yes, we do. Uh, I'm right Watch here. It. You got it? Okay. I got it. Yeah. So voting is ongoing for the Racing Card Hall of Fame. It's going to be going through the 3rd of February. So go out to the website. It's uh, bit.ly B-I-T dot, dot L-Y slash R-C-H-O-F ballot. And it's going to ask you for a password. The password is R-C-H-O-F. It's all caps. So go out there and vote today. Uh, I've, I've looked at the results. Um, it's looking good. A lot of votes out there. A lot of excitement. So if you haven't voted, um, go on out there and vote. Uh, you'll There's 40 cards on the ballot. We're going to be uh, selecting the top 10, which will go into the Racing Card Hall of Fame for 2024. I'll say, if you vote, um, if you, and you're on Twitter, tag Na at NASCAR Radio. Let me know you voted. I'll give you a sticker. Yep, he sure will. <laughs> it's funny too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't talked to you about that, but yeah, I was oh, like, I like I, that. I've seen that. It's cool, man. You, I, I, that's uh, you did good on that one, man. I, I, I'm, I'm I'm impressed. Okay, good. All right. Um, anything else? Do you want to do a giveaway or anything? Yes. Um. In conjunction with this episode, we are going to give away a prize pack yet to be determined of how many and what, but it will be a nice prize pack of hero cards. And in order for you guys to um, to win this prize pack, which we'll, we'll post it on Twitter, you will have to retweet it with the hashtag RCHOF, which is for the Racing Card Hall of Fame, and be sure that you're following myself, King NASCAR, and Val NASCAR Radio. So we will we, we will be putting up a link, uh, a post for that. I'll I'll do one and put it out there for everybody. Yep. And then uh, we'll see about next week's show. I think the NASCAR Media Week's going on, so we'll have we'll uh, check that out and we'll see how that goes. Yes, yeah, somebody you know is coming to see you. Yes. And uh, we'll see what event what adventures happen next week. Yeah. Um, needless to say, I'm coming to see Val. So um, yeah. and we didn't yeah, even talk about it. So we didn't even talk about the NASCAR Hall of Fame inductions going on, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. So Jimmy Johnson, Donnie Allison, and Chad Canals will be in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. So we'll have that ceremony. Yeah, we'll probably be up there trying to, to scope out a few autographs. I don't know what our schedule is going to be like yet. We're going to play it by ear. Right, and then I don't know if folks are going to be in the Charlotte area, but there's a Hickory show, I think it's the 20th. So we'll be there at the Hickory show. Yeah, I'll be there with Val. Uh, Val will have all his stuff. I'm going to bring a few cards just to mess around with. It'll be it'll be a fun time. I, you know, I haven't been to a card show in North Carolina, I don't think ever. <laughs> so that'll... That'll be a first for me. Hickory is a nice little show. It's free parking. I don't think the emission is too much. Maybe it's five bucks or something. Maybe seven. So they have plenty of parking. So it, uh, yeah, it's gonna next week's gonna be interesting. So we'll have a show. We'll try to figure out when we're gonna record or whatever and get that out. But yeah, it'll be halfway through. Yeah, it'll be halfway through the fall. We're gonna so. sit too. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother the, thing. The, ca yeah. the camera position, all that kind of stuff. It'll be it'll be different. That it will be. So but anyway, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be next week's show. going to be a whole nother thing. Anyway, I know we're at an hour and a 30. So thanks for everybody who's been hanging out so far this far. But hopefully it was a great show. You learned a lot. Got the hero postcard show in the in the can. So. Yeah, like I said, we did a lot of prep for this. Um, we and but we really just scratched the surface. There's so much. I've got I got piles of of hero cards that are right in front of me here. That there's some incredible hero cards. I did. There's just not enough time to show them all. <laughs> yeah, it'd be eight hour show easily. <laughs> so all right, and that uh, thing. Thanks again for everybody for being Logan. We will catch you next week. We're out of here. 